Talk NBA podcast. I'm your co-host Jordan Lester. My other co-host Justin Lester is not with us. He's doing his taxes. He's got more important things to do. But we got my boy Ethan Thompson jumping on the pod. He was on with us, I think, last summer to talk some NBAs. So um, played high school basketball with him. And thank you for joining us, Ethan. Hundred percent, dude. We've been talking about doing this like every day for like a year again. So I'm. Uh... I'm glad to be on for sure, dude. Yeah. I uh, I don't see a recording sign, but I trust that you did it correctly and that we are recording. I believe we are recording. I I didn't do it through the Zoom. I did it through QuickTime Player. I got I got my own oh, okay. system, so I think I got it I down. Bro, just dialed, huh? You just dialed. You got it, man. You already know. <laughs> um, you already know. So we are sitting here today. It is the second day of the first round of the 2023 NBA playoffs. Seven of the eight first games have played. Um, what are your initial thoughts? Are the Lakers going to win the championship? <laughs> Dude, I mean, you know me, I didn't, I didn't pick him in the first game. Um, I thought Memphis would come out stronger um, with home court and everything. But I guess, you know, I mean, they're younger, more inexperienced. Obviously, you got LeBron, AD, and that team of, even though they're, they've only been together for a little bit, um, I was still surprised at how well they came out. Um Austin Reeves played like a man possessed. <laughs> so he was just giving white people hope. Uh, <laughs> I felt that hope watching him. So, uh, no, they look good, man. I mean, if they play like that, dude, I mean, they can, uh, they can beat anyone, at least in the West for sure. Yeah. Dude, it was funny. I saw a thing on Instagram. It was like, LeBron always has a cold white boy on his team. It's like he, he had like Mike Miller, Kevin Love, Matthew Delvadova. Zidrunas Olgowskis. <laughs> yeah, Big Z has yeah, they got a new Big Z, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Caruso. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a good game. Hopefully Jaws not out for the rest of the series. I think it would be a much closer series, obviously, if he's healthy and playing. Um, yeah, the Lakers are just way bigger than them. I mean, not having Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark is a lot bigger than I expected. So, uh Yeah. Yeah, I saw that his uh, his X-ray came back negative, so not broken. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if there's no jaw, I mean, I don't even think it's a series, really. Like, I mean, I, you know, evil Danny Green uh, <laughs> and uh, Desmond Bain aren't going to do that. Even though Jerry Jackson's nice too, but yeah, no, I think that with no jaw, it's not a question. I mean, I hope he comes back. I love jaw. You know, yeah, I'm high on jaw. So, yeah, agreed. Well, let's get let's get right into our um, our award picks for the 2022-2023 season. Um, let's start. Let's go rookie of the year. So we'll just kind of run through these. I'll say I'll say the award. You go first, and then uh, I'll go second, and we'll just go from there. I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of the same picks, but um, we'll just we'll <laughs> see. So rookie of the year, who you got? Rookie of the year. I don't think it's much of a question. Uh, I. I'm assuming you'll agree with me, but just our our boy from Seattle, baby, Paolo. Yes, Gotta sir. be. Gotta be, yeah, yeah. Hell of a season. I think he was like 28 and 4 or something like that, and it wasn't really a competition. I think Jalen Williams from OKC kind of made a late push, but it wasn't the a good Jalen Huh? The good Jalen Williams. The good Jalen Williams, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will be confusing. But yeah, not not much of not much of a competition. Um If I had to I think if I did my second pick and it's probably a little bit of just being in Salt Lake, but I thought Walker Kessler was like 
he's kind of nice, bro. Like I was, uh, I was such a hater when they when they did the trade, and I was like, oh, Rudy, I, I hate Rudy, and I think he's completely ass. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but when they uh, they got Kessler, my my wife's younger cousin texted me. And I, like he's probably he got into ball like a year ago, so he knew nothing about sports yeah. or about basketball. It was just like, bro, the the Jazz just got Walker Kessler, <laughs> and I, like, I was like, dude, that's I, I was I was like I was like roasting him, so I was like, dude, I don't I don't even know who that is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like looking at his highlights, and I was like, cool, dude, we got a a big stiff white dude. Yeah, uh, and uh, no, dude, he was he was really not. I mean, I've seen a lot of people asking straight up if you if 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 the the Timberwolves just hit up the Jazz and we're like, hey, just straight up Rudy for Walker Kessler <laughs> right now. after trading Kessler with like five first rounds and more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like if it was straight up, I, if I'm the Jazz, I probably keep Kessler on the contract that he's on and 100%. everything. So. No, I know not a lot of debate on the first, but uh, I thought Kessler had a really good season. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I've heard Simmons talk about that straight up Kessler for Gobert trade on his podcast, and if I'm the Jazz, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not trading him for Gobert. Like I'm not doing it. <laughs> nah, percent. Okay. Um, defensive Player of the Year. Who you got? I mean, this is going to sound. Really uh, similar, probably. I think uh, Simmons and Rosillo talked about this on their pod. Um, can't wait till they have us on on the pod as well to join them. That'll be cool. Um, that'll be a dream. That'll be an absolute. <laughs> that'll be cool, man. Yeah. But uh, dude, I, I like I like Evan Mobley. Um, I, I it's him or Jaron Jackson for me. And overall, like just as far as you know, the amount of games or amount of amount of uh, time that he misses or that he's out. Um, and then as well, just his foul trouble. But to be like real with you, I don't have a strong opinion on this one at all. Mobley's nice because he can play, you know, defense on everybody. Uh, but she'll probably have a stronger opinion than me on this. Uh, I, I was kind of torn on this one. I went with Jackson just because of the counting stats, the blocks, the steals, the what is it, stocks they call them, those combined yeah. blocks and steals. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean just just based off of that, I mean they they had a good defense and. It was kind of between him, Lopez, and Mobley for me. Um, but honestly, like kind of like you, I didn't really have a strong opinion. I just kind of went based on the numbers. Um, I think Mobley will win several Defensive Player of the Years in the coming years, just because of you know his length and athleticism and everything. Um, ben Simmons, Bill Simmons thinks he's going to be the next Tim Duncan. I think that's a little bit of a strong opinion, um, but. But yeah, so I went. I went with Jackson just solely based on the counting numbers. He had a good game today. He did. I, yeah, I was not expecting him to uh, pull some of the stuff that he did out, but yeah, he's pretty solid. Um, most improved player. Uh, for me, it'd be between Brunson and Markinen. Um, and for me, I would go with Markinen just because. I mean, I watched a lot of Mavs games last year, obviously, being a big Luka fan. And uh, I just knew – I already knew Brunson was good. You know what I mean? And obviously, he went to another level this season. But um, for me, I mean, I, I think Markkinen made a bigger leap, even if right now you'd probably rather have Brunson than Markkinen on your team. Um, I think as far as by the definition of who took the biggest leap and who improved the most, I mean, Markkinen became an all-star. Um, and 
was a bucket, dude. I mean, I went to I went to a jazz game uh, in December. I didn't realize how big he was. He's uh, like a freaking he's like a new age Dirk Nowitzki. It's like six eleven, like, right? Yeah, he's huge, bro, and, yeah. and he can shoot and finish, and and he's Finnish because he's from Finland. So he's uh, about to be in the military, like next. I week. know, dude. Size and everything, bro. Yeah. Like, that's just nuts. Um, that's my pick. I, I'd go with Markkinen out of those two. I mean, I don't know if you even had those two specifically, but yeah, no, that was my exact one too. Was Markkinen Brunson? I don't understand, like. Most improved in the past couple years. I think Jaw won it a couple years Jaw ago. Jaw won it. He should have been like in the MVP conversation. Then. But he was like already Jaw. Like we already knew who he was. Yeah. So that's like that's like this year. I mean, I understand Shea goes with Alexander. Like he did make a jump, but he was already he was already legit. I mean, like we d- we definitely already thought of him as like a legit NBA player. He's definitely taking the next step. But like Markinen, I mean, he was he was like a certified role player last year. Yep. I think he got he got traded from what the the Bulls was it or Bulls yeah he was in the Bulls and was kind of an afterthought and he was you know the main guy for the Jazz and I mean early in the season they were they were making a push for top three in the West uh, they, they were live of, yeah dude, they were the first seed like fifteen games or something I was like what's yeah. going on <laughs> yeah they definitely fall, fell off but yeah no I agree marking I think he increases points per game average by like nine or something like that so. Yeah, I'm, I'm going marketing on that one. Um, I saw he was – I think he's the – I don't know if he's the first player ever to do this, but I saw a stat, and I think – I swear he said he was the first to ever have 200 dunks and 200 threes in a season. Really? That's pretty is, random. Yeah. <laughs> that is totally random, but I was like, hell yeah, Laurie. Like, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Markkinen. Um Sixth man of the year. Brogdon. Agreed. That's my no argument. <laughs> Not a, I don't know. I thought it's kind of no brainer. Yeah, dude. I you'll hear later with my uh, finalist picks and everything. Brogdon just makes the Celtics like that much more dynamic. I mean, like it's basically the exact same team as last year, plus Malcolm Brogdon, who who's arguably a starting point guard in the NBA, like super efficient, just solid. Like is not going to beat himself. And that's, I mean, he provided a lot of value for the Celtics off the bench. And I had quickly, Emmanuel quickly as like my second guy, but I think he started a lot of games and I don't know what the requirements are for this award, but I think his counting stats and stuff were worse off the bench and Brogdon pretty much came off the bench the entire year. So I went Brogdon just like you. Um, This is a new award. It's called the Clutch Player Award. I, I've never heard of it before. Is this the first year that it's a thing? Yeah, it's the first year. Let's do that one then. I think it's uh, just De'Aaron Fox. I'm pretty sure fourth quarter stats and clutch, you know, under a minute shooting and scoring. I think he's like far and away leading everyone. Um, obviously, the playoffs are always a different conversation, but it's a regular season award and. Like, in the end, would I rather have Kawhi or, or Fox shooting, uh, you know, like a, a late jumper or KD? Like, I'd rather have those guys. But based on the whole season, uh, I would go with Fox. Agreed. Yeah, I had uh, Jimmy Butler second, just based on what everybody's you. been saying. I love Jimmy, too. I mean, he. I feel like he doesn't really even try in the regular season, even <laughs> until the play. Like, he balled out today. Um, but just, yeah, De'Aaron Fox, the, the stats back it up and – He's got that locked up. Um, Coach of the Jimmy year. Butler. Shout out Rachel Nichols. <laughs> Bro, did you see the story about him in the bubble? 
where it was like yeah. it was like people were people were calling in noise complaints on Jimmy Butler's room because they heard bouncing basketballs. <laughs> Are we sure that it was bouncing basketballs in his room? Have you seen Rachel Nichols' husband? I don't think so. No. I need you, I need you to Google a picture right now, like right on, now? on this pod. Okay. I don't even know what his name is. Just, <laughs> you'll, you'll... <laughs> Bro, just, just like compared to what Jimmy Butler looks like. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> no, Bro. no, it's him. Bro, it's there's him. no way. <laughs> That's the man. That's the man. That's the man. Yeah, so when I heard that, I was like, good for you, Rachel. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I know infidelity's not it, bro, but Dude, that ain't it. Honestly, he's he's got to have some money, or like he's got to be someone notable. Like <laughs> I can't say he's the most attractive guy in the world. No, you can't. <laughs> you cannot say. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> wow. Anyway, big face coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's that was definitely a thing. I mean, they they did a, several interviews in the bubble, and like you oh, see Jimmy was live, bro. Jimmy yeah. Butler like biting his lip, and like Rachel Nichols like just giving him like a look, like something definitely went down in the freaking bubble. Like they were in there for freaking three months. Come on, I saw CJ McCollum talking about the bubble today. He said the way they they got through it was they had some really hot masseuses. <laughs> <laughs> he actually like, said that. I was like, CJ, you weren't even in the bubble, bro. <laughs> was he actually, was he not? <laughs> no, I, he was on the Blazers. I don't think the Blazers were in the playoffs, were they? I don't, no, I think they were actually, but he's married. <laughs> <laughs> he said that's how some of the guys got through. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. No, he's, yeah, I, I actually do remember they were in the bubble because I remember Dame went crazy in the bubble. Uh, but, yeah, McCollum's oh, married with right. kids. Yeah. So. He must have been referring to someone else. Must have been, right? Yeah, must have been someone else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, that's the bubble. So uh, <laughs> two years, three years too late on the bubble. You get four months of NBA players quarantine in one area. Like things are gonna happen. Things are getting passed around. If you know what I mean. Things. Many things are getting passed around. More than <laughs> that, COVID. Yeah, More than COVID. That was. <laughs> very true dude that was that would have been the dream to play in the bubble i like i know like obviously there's there's a lot of hardships I mean, i'm married right like, i won't be able to be my wife or anything but like it's just aau or it's like summer camp like yeah. or, you know what i mean it's like all you do is just hoop and you play video games and you mob around like the disney campus yeah and you get hot massages and you see <laughs> rachel nichols like <laughs> I, know. I don't know. It sounds like not a bad life. I've heard people debate like whether or not like that bubble championship was legit, and like, so much harder, so much harder. You bro. think it was? My my opinion. My opinion is like I think it's I think it's like the same because like every everyone was in that same position. It's not like any specific team had an advantage over the other. Like all the teams were there. They were all away from their families, all away from their routines, which could make it harder to a certain extent. But to say that it was like an easier, easier Mickey, Mouse. Like Mickey Mouse championship, like what are you talking about? Like how? It doesn't make any sense. Hundred percent. I mean, I like Nick Wright always says the Lakers are the first team to win an NBA championship with no home games. So. 
That's true. Nick, that, of course, that's... Nick Wright said that. <laughs> I know. I know, dude. My I dog. Yeah. Anyways, back to the awards. Coach of the year. Mike Brown. Easy. Light, Light the, the damn beam. <laughs> Light the damn beam. Bro, did you watch the game last night? Yeah, dude. That was pretty sick. Dude, I don't know what Steph's final shot was, bro. He had a clean look. Like, yeah. He had like three seconds. I know. Like, he, yeah, he shot it with probably 1.7 left. He could have he could have taken another dribble, like step back to his left, but he just, I don't know. They, I mean, Kings deserved to win that game. Monk balled out, De'Aaron Fox. Like, that's going to be a hell of a series. Two high-powered offenses, not a lot of defense right now. No defense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Never Draymond taking a seat on Sabonis. Did you see that? I don't. I didn't watch the full game. I was golfing. It's very, very end of the. It's like the final like two, three minutes, and uh, really, it was like it was probably the final minute and a half. It's when everything because there was like two minutes left, and then there was no dead balls. Oh no yes, time. I know what you're talking about. And I just like out of the corner of my screen, he like boxes out Sabonis and then just like lays on top of him <laughs> and like won't get off. And I'm yeah. like, that's anyone else, bro. That's a T. Like that's yeah. stopping the you know. But I mean, it's Draymond, so. Because that was the play that they went down and found Wiggins for the corner three, and he missed it. Right? It was like, and they were so. both like kind of getting back, and yeah, yeah. Of course, Draymond's just in something like just classic. Yep. Anyways, our last award pick of the year. This has been talked about nonstop on TV networks across America for the last three months. The most valuable player award. Who are you picking? Caitlin Clark. <laughs> dead ass <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> nah dude I uh I no I, for me uh it was in beat um and uh I think for a lot of reasons uh the MVP award is a storyline award it's a narrative award obviously Jokic winning two and you look at the people who have won back to back to back three in a row MVPs uh Jokic would have had to do something you know Unreal, and yeah, his 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 advanced statistics were crazy. They're the number one seed in the West, but like he just had such a harder, like he would have had to do so much more to win that than Embiid. Yeah, Embiid finished second back to back years to him. In the end, Giannis is still the best player in the league. Agreed. Uh, totally, totally feel that um, he played. I think thirty two minutes a game, Giannis, and they still had you know the number one overall seed in the East, um, and so. If Giannis played more, I, I think it would have been Giannis hands down. But I'm happy yeah. for for B. I, I think he'll get it. I said I'm happy for him. Obviously, hasn't, hasn't come out yet, right? But I mean, it's, it was a big swing, I mean, especially in the yeah <laughs> in the final two three months. I know they did that poll, the anonymous poll, and it was heavily favoring Jokic back in like January or February. I think yeah. it's January. Um, so I'm just happy to see Embiid um, hopefully pick up that first one, and he's deserving. He's a great player. Um, and so for me, obviously it was a three three man race for those I would have gone Embiid, Giannis, Jokic. Yeah, I agree. I think Gian- I think people are kind of to the point where they're just kind of taking Giannis for granted. I mean, Agreed. I still I still think he's the best player in the league. I still think that's a consensus. But in terms of like the MVP, like I feel like there's a lot of voter fatigue with Giannis. I mean, he averaged only 32 minutes a game, but he still put up like 31, 12, and five, like efficient. Like imagine if he played in his sleep. In his sleep, like it's just, it's just nothing for him. But yeah, I think it was down to Embiid and Jokic. Uh, Embiid got the best of Jokic, and like a, it was like a, 
February matchup or whatever, like he went crazy on him. Like and then forty or something. Yeah. And then they were supposed to play again like a week before the end of the regular season. And B dodged I don't know if he dodged the matchup, but he was he was like hurt. So he sat out. So then I was kind of he might have. So then I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know. We'll we'll see how the rest of the week plays out. But then Embiid dropped what like fifty something against the Celtics, and I I think I texted you and I was like, it's over. Like that's yeah. He just won the MVP award tonight. So by beating the Jalen Brownless Celtics by two. <laughs> yeah, he's going. But, up, uh, I agree. He was going up against uh, who's who's the backup big on the Celtics because Rob Williams was out also. It's uh. The dude who contests shots from like in the lane, like he contests three pointers like this, just in, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't, I don't know his name. I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I think Embiid's gonna win. Um, but let's move on. Let's do let's do our first team All NBA. So we'll go. How about you give me your first team, and then I'll do mine, and, and we'll talk about it, and then we'll go to second and third. Dude, this is so hard, and I think the hardest part of doing first team, second team, third team, and I guess it's probably why they're moving towards positionists, you know, in, in the next seasons, but there's so many good guards, bro. Like, there's so many good guards, and, I mean, just to have six, I mean, people, I mean, it's just tough, bro. So, for my first team, I had SGA, I had Donovan Mitchell. I had Jason Tatum, I had Giannis, I had Embiid. I have four of the same names. I have Embiid, Giannis, Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. But then I have Luka. I kind of figured, I mean, Luka was ridiculous at the start of the season. Like, I thought he was, like, MVP bound, like, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, they they fell off with Kyrie. We'll talk about that more later. But... I don't know. You look at the counting numbers. I mean, him and SGA, they kind of finished in similar spots as a team. Obviously, like the Thunder made a play and run, but I mean, they were what like a a win a win apart from each other. And you look at the counting numbers. Luca was thirty three nine and nine. SGA was like thirty, and not those rebounds or assists. I would have to go back and look, but I think just the all around game for me with Luca is is why I put him first team. Obviously, SGA had a crazy season, but I still have Luka first team. Dude, I, I mean, I love that. I just, you know, I'm a huge Luka fan, and I think that's probably why I was harsher, and I didn't have him first. Actually, I had a third team. Wow. Um, just because I felt like the expectations, I could, I'm probably being too harsh on him, but the expectations for Luka were to, you know, you were just coming off the Western Conference Finals, uh, MVP favorite, uh, odds on favorite heading into the into the season and then to have it end the way it did um you know not even making the play in um statistics were great but in some ways those are kind of empty stats i mean they ended up well below 500 um i can't remember what the record is after Kyrie came 8 and 12 um, 8 and 12, yeah, that's yeah. rough, dude. It's not all Kyrie's fault, but with Luka, I'm like, dude, you got to play defense more. You got to stop complaining. And he's my favorite player. Like, dude, like, I, I love Luka, but even I, at a certain point, I'm like, dude, like, Huka Doncic, bro. Like, you, gotta, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just want to see him come in next season, you know, in shape, dialed in. Um, and obviously, I think next season will be a really pivotal season in his, uh, in his career as opposed to, uh, you know, seeing if he – 
if this is the aberration of him missing the playoffs and having it flame out the way it did, or if, or if that's the norm and if the, you know, the Western conference finals were the, were the aberration. So uh, no debate on the other four love Luca also in the fifth spot, but that's just why I had him out. I had his in front of him. We could have had Fox in front of him too. I, I could have Fox over SGA kind of yeah. going back and forth. On, but anyways, yeah, it's first team. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I just like, I agree. I don't think Luca lived up to the hype. And I think like, obviously after last year, there was a big expectation for the Mavs and everything, but I just think when you analyze the individual seasons of Luca and Shea, I just give the slight edge to Luca, so that's why I had him over. But um, I guess I'll, I'll go with my second team first. I had Shea, I have Dame Lillard, I have Jalen Brown, Julius Randle, and Jokic. Who was your? Who are your two guards? Shea and Dame. Oh, sorry, who are you, I'm, I'm a big, sorry, who are you two forwards? Two forwards, uh, Julius Randle and Jalen Brown. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I had, uh, I had De'Aaron Fox, I had Jaw, I had AD, I had Brown, and I had Jokic. Okay. So, kind of tough, dude, I... I, I'm obviously not a not a voter, so it's like <laughs> I don't have a lot of uh, experience trying to really weigh out like who edges who out for a spot. Obviously, there's a lot like, that goes into that, and a lot based off of you know contracts and stuff. Based off of if you were all NBA, um, I for me, I didn't even have Dame. He was one of my honorable mentions because I think he played 58 games. and They were so bad, like the Blazers were just so bad. So it was yeah. just again, it was. Kind of like Luca, right? Where like, I mean, they were obviously above the Blazers, but like, great stats, uh, but just a rough season. Um, so AD, obviously, I mean, missed a lot of games too, but I mean, they ended up being the seventh seed. He was he was dominant in, in a lot of their wins, especially down the stretch. So. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I I think obviously the Blazers, like, I, I don't know what they're doing as a team and as an organization, but... You think, think Dame fin- finishes his career in Portland? I think so. Have you seen all the raps he's come out with? Just, like, calling no. people out for joining, like, super teams and everything? Like, I don't know. I think it's just, like, I feel like he's just, he's just set on staying in Portland. As much as I don't want to see that as much as I want to see him in a Los Angeles Lakers uniform I I just think he's going to stay in Portland I think he's going to try there he's going to be he's going to try to do like the Dirk thing where he just tries to win one at the end of his career but I just don't think it's going to happen in Portland but I, w- I would I would guess that he would probably stay sneaky hot take uh he's too afraid to leave because there's no real pressure on him in Portland like, no one expects anything from Dame now. Like, we just expect him to, like, ball and them to, like, maybe make the playoffs, not go deep, right? So it's like, I think it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm doing it the right way. It's like, well, you're like the 12 seed the right way. Yeah. <laughs> you're like the 13 seed the right way. So it's like, I think it, it sounds cool, but I think in my opinion is it's almost like a cowardly move. Like, yeah, but you don't have any scrutiny on you. You're just up in the Northwest by yourself hooping no pressure yeah there's no pressure right like if he if they were the nine you know in the play-in next year that's an improvement no one cares right and if you went to la or if you went to 
I don't know, anywhere. <laughs> I wish he'd play for Utah. I know he loves Utah. It'd be kind of cool to see him. And Actually, I used to think him and Donovan would be cool, but now it's not even a thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but no, I just feel like if I could, if he went somewhere else, now it's like, oh, now, now you've got the pressure on you. And I think his legacy right now is just like, yeah, a good hooper that wasn't a winner. Yeah. I think it's just tough because I feel like it's kind of like a lose-lose situation because if he stays and doesn't win – People are gonna kind of, kind of hate on that. But if he leaves, people are gonna hate on that. And like, yeah, that's true. Say so. It's just it's kind of a, just an interesting time in the NBA because there's so much movement and everything. And Dame's trying to be that you know old school classic like loyal guy. But it's like, like you were saying, like you want to be the 12 seed for 10 more years and just get stats, like get your stats and everything, and not really play any meaningful basketball. Like, I would much rather see him actually play meaningful basketball on a different team. But I just, I agree. I just don't think that's his personality to want to leave. But, yeah. I'd love to see him on the Bucks. On the Bucks, Like, wow. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton and, I don't know, Grayson Allen and a pick for, for Dame. Or so. I don't know if that trade works. But him with Giannis, I don't know. Chris bro? Middleton's <laughs> what, that would be amazing. That would be bro. And Drew. Drew still? Yeah. Drew to pick, uh, guard all the guards and then Dame and Giannis on the offensive end. That would be ridiculous. That would be so fun. Yeah. I don't know if that if that trade would work, but that would be sick. I don't know what their contracts are like, but I'm sure Middleton's got a big contract. And he was a disappointment this year, so. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we'll go into third team All-NBA. You want to do yours first? Sure. Uh, I had Luca. I had James Harden. I don't know if you okay. had Harden, but okay. I was like, led the league in assists, kept it quiet, like balling, three seed in the East. So I had Harden. Then I had Randall. I had LeBron James. Um, and then I had Bonus, which I think is like, I don't, know, I don't know if any, I don't even know who else I could put, like maybe Aiton, like, but Man. for the center spot, I had Sabonis. Yeah, I got Sabonis. I got LeBron. I got KD. I got. De'Aaron Fox and I have Steph. Steph statistically, I know he didn't. He probably played in that fifty-five to sixty game mark, but statistically, it was like fifty-five. Yeah, statistically, I think he had his best season ever. I so, love Steph, dude. He's like, so what, sick. I used yeah. to hate him. I used to be so annoyed when I went on the Cavs would play. Yeah, there's there's still a part of me that's like, fuck Steph, but <laughs> but like I, I respect the hell of him and love watching him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I got Steph. I don't know. He's he had a good season, obviously Fox. KD, KD, I think he was the first player ever to have a 55-40-90 season, which is like field goal, threes, free throws, which is absurd considering he missed a lot of time due to – because he had, he had a sprained knee in Brooklyn, had missed time from that, came back, came to Phoenix, played like two games, and then rolled his ankle in warm-ups. And then came back and it was just like the same player. Like he he's he's ridiculous the efficiency that he plays with. So yeah, I had I had him. So, I mean, if you look at my third team, I have Steph, LeBron, and KD. Like imagine that is an actual team. That would ridiculous. be insane. Um, honorable mentions. I had. It was hard for me to the guards, dude. Like I I tried to find a spot for Jaw, but I just I don't know. I just couldn't. Put him in the uh, top six for guards. Uh, uh, Jimmy had a good season. Kawhi, 
the last two Brunson. months has played ridiculous. Brunson, Anthony Davis. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Uh, I think today was Kevin Rant's first loss since like November 25th that he's played in. <laughs> Are you serious? I think that's legit because he's missed so many games. Or maybe it was like I'm pretty sure that was it, bro. It was either it was either two losses since November 25th, or he hadn't lost since then. Let me see. <laughs> that's absurd. Like he's just a winner, bro. He, but I saw he also tweeted on that. Someone tweeted like, "Oh, first first player to go like 45, 55, or whatever that stat was," and he was like, "Doesn't count. Only forty seven games." <laughs> I like, saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they changed the rule to like a minimum of what was it, sixty five games, to make <laughs> awards or whatever next year. Next year, yeah, which I love, bro. I, I love it. No, I I like it too. I think, but I just think like there's gonna be some dudes who are like who've played sixty four games. Last game of the season, they play for a second foul right like the uh like Mikhail Bridges, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah. yeah I think you'll see some of that but I I like having a minimum threshold because that holds players accountable to actually play it was uh he lost twice since November 27th before today that's absurd bro <laughs> like, I mean, he missed a lot of time in, the, in that too, but like, that's like it's crazy that like he just didn't lose games. Like, like six months. <laughs> like, they were like eighteen and two in Brooklyn or something. Like they went on like an eighteen and two run or something yeah. like that. What yeah. could have been? I think this is this was their first loss of him playing in Phoenix. I think. Yeah. 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 Why? Yep, dude, freaking robot, man, Westbrook. Westbrook. I can't, can't even talk about Westbrook. <laughs> He's such a clown, bro. I can't. Dude, I was I was trying to think about it, like, because who who would you have in place for him running the point right now for the Clippers? I don't know, man. All I know is he's on his fifth team in like five years. Yeah, <laughs> not arguing with that. I don't know. I I, I used to love Westbrook, like for real. I had, had his shoes, like, but. Now I watch him and I'm like, bro, like <laughs> you're so not self-aware. Like, yeah. I love that he still plays his ass off, but his decision making, like some of the shots he takes, some of the some of the turnovers, like just are just mind-boggling. Like what yeah. what are, what game are you watching right now, Westbrook? Like And then his defense today, his stops, his like save, his his offensive rebounding. I was like, dude, you're doing it, bro. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's a roller coaster with him, but as long as they just get Kawhi the ball, like I think they'll be all right. I mean, it's gonna be tough against the Suns, but a lot of people thought the Suns would roll. I thought I thought they'd win in like five, but I forgot how good playoff Kawhi is. Yeah, he's absurd. All right, last segment talking about this past season. We're gonna go biggest disappointments. Um I told you to pick two each. I, I put four down because I assumed that we would have two of the same. Um, but I'll let you you rattle one off. I'll go one, and you go again, and then I'll go. And we'll I'll pick whichever ones you don't pick. Oh geez, bro. Um, rattling off a few. Uh, the Mavs season obviously just imploded. I think they were the four seed before that trade at the deadline. That sucked. Uh, eight and twelve after Kyrie came. Eight and twelve, you said. Yep. 
Yeah, that's rough. Uh, Zion Williamson just being a pot of gumbo. Like, <laughs> I just, I mean, the way that ended at the end, like, <clears throat> with him being like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm 100% ready. I just don't feel like myself. I was like, that's because you're fat. Like, you're heavy. So, (laughs) I think the whole Pelicans, I mean, they were, like, they were, like, balling. They were the one seed. Yeah, they were the one seed. And so, have that flailing out the way it did, that's a huge disappointment. I think the Warriors' title defense has been terrible. Um, They uh, barely got the sixth seed. They've won two games, I think, on the road against teams above 500 all season. Um, So, I think if I were to rattle off... Uh, those would probably be the the three. I don't know if those were any of the ones you had, or if you had any any different ones. Yeah, I had two of the. I had the Zion Taurus hamstring in January, which is typically a month recovery, and we're here mid April, and he's not feeling like Zion still, so he's not playing. Obviously, that's disappointing. Yeah. Mavericks, yeah. It was interesting that. Like, you see they got fined, like, 750K for resting their guys on Slovenian night, where Luca only played in, like, the first quarter, but everybody from Slovenia, like, flew out to see him. Did they really? It was literally Slovenia night, the, the night that they I rested everybody. Slovenian night. I just didn't know that there was, like, people flying in. Yeah, dude, I think, I think tons of people flew from Slovenia to watch Luca play, and he played for the first quarter. <laughs> so stupid i mean they should have been fine in my opinion just because like everyone tanks like with like i don't know like towards the end of the season like i don't know mark cuban said he was going to donate another hundred seven hundred fifty thousand to charity like yeah. just to i don't know make fun of the nba i don't know why but. <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah so and then i had i had the raptors i felt like they they got a bunch of dudes, but they just couldn't put it together. I th- isn't Nick Nurse like gone? I don't know if he actually yeah. is yet, but I've heard you told me the rumors yeah. like he's gone. Uh, went to Houston, which is like that's just like a done deal apparently. Interesting. I thought Scotty Barnes actually kind of regressed this season. He was obviously hell of a player last year, but didn't really improve much this offseason. Like he has no outside shot. Kind of just kind of just stayed the same. I'd have actually taken a dip in the stats. and I mean, yep. they got Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Van Vliet, Jakob Poodle. Like, they, they got some dudes, but they just – they don't play well together. And honestly, I think at this point, like, they might want to look at just blowing it up. Like, because yep. they, they have they have assets that could be good, like, good players on other teams. But they just don't seem to play well together. And they got – some dudes off the bench too, like Chris Boucher and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. And then my last disappointment was I felt like the Blazers won too many games and didn't give them a good enough chance for Weminyama. <laughs> like, bro, the Blazers, like them and the Wizards, I could probably put the Wizards in this category too. Like they're, they're right below the plan, but not at the bottom. Like I just don't understand what those teams plan is. Like yeah, they, they both have two. They both have a dude, Dame and Lil, and Beal, who yeah. are just like ma- making tons of money. But they're kind of just like I wouldn't call them empty stats guys, but they don't necessarily make everybody around them like that much better. And yeah. and they don't have. They just don't really have the. Pe- they have like. Just some mediocre players around around those guys. The Wizards so. should be better, bro. Kuz is not bad. 
Porzingis is not bad. Like, obviously, yeah. Beal. Corey Kispert. Corey Kispert. I was about to say a shout out, Corey. Shout out, Corey. He's coming on the pod next year. We'll get out. We'll make it happen. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those were mine. Um, and Rudy Gobert being ass. Yeah, that's just. I just that is disappointing though. Like that was like damn straight. Like I told y'all. Like yeah. it's funny as you say that. I look to my right, and I see Rudy Gobert, and they are currently down by seven. So interesting. All right. Um, moving on to the playoffs, we're gonna do. We'll go top storylines. I also put four down for this one. Just because I figured we'd have two of the same, um, but if you want, <laughs> you want to rattle off yours first, and then I'll go. Top storylines, obviously, uh, <laughs> LeBron with his fifth ring. Uh, that's gotta be gotta be up there. Um, um, Can he light the damn, light the damn beam? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, KD on the Suns getting his third ring, like as the bus driver this time um, in the Eastern Conference. Um, I don't know, because there's obviously, like, title, like, who can win a title? There's obviously those, like, storylines that I'm paying attention to. There's also, like, can the Knicks win a, a, a round? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's really interesting. Like, will, will, will there be a 7 or an 8 upset? You know what I mean? Will that be the Lakers? Could the could the Bucks actually lose to the Heat? Like, if Jimmy's playing that way and Giannis is kind of hurt, you know what I mean? So... Um, there's just there's totally different levels of storylines. The Western Conference is just fantastic. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, especially the I think the most interesting series in the first round is either I think it's probably either Kings Warriors or Suns Clippers. Yeah, by my opinion. So uh, <laughs> just seeing a you know which players can win specifically LeBron and KD. I mean that's just unreal if they win and and such a such a cool debate to start having with those guys on where they rank now. But uh, as far as the first round storylines, at least I'd probably say those two, those two, two series are probably the most interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think Kings Warriors is going to be a dog fight. I think it'll go seven. I hope the Kings win because looking long-term for the Lakers, I think that'd probably be, that'd probably be the easier matchup. Although they do have a big home court advantage. Like that was, I think they have the loudest arena ever. I think they actually measured like the sound, like the noise level or whatever. Um, but I'd much rather play the Kings. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. I just and you get the Warriors if they win a series. Now they're rolling. Wiggins is back in. Like, yeah. Get the get get the Warriors out quickly. Exactly. My so my storylines. <laughs> first one is Jokic actually good at basketball? <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly like I love Jokic. I I'd, I'd say I actually don't. I like Jokic. <laughs> I I don't particularly love watching him play though. I mean, he obviously puts up ridiculous numbers, and his efficiency is insane. Obviously, all the per, all those numbers, like off the charts, best of all time, arguably. But I don't know if he makes enough of an impact to actually win in the playoffs, like to be on that top tier, like with Giannis. With KD, LeBron, like that top tier of like winners in the NBA. I mean his his defensive numbers are not the best. I saw that he was like last in the NBA of like contesting layups or whatever. So 
It'll be interesting. There's a stat out there. I don't know if it's the Raptor that has him as the best defender uh, in NBA history. I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, bro. I'll try and find it and send it to you because it's just like it's one of those stats where you're like, hey, if this if this stat says Jokic is the greatest defender in NBA history, probably need to like make a new stat. Like, yeah, probably need to like just not even look at stats anymore. Like that's, I know because I, I was listening to Reddick and he said that there's some stat where like players have the best field goal percentage against Jokic out of any other big in the NBA, like in within really? five feet or whatever. So I wonder, I wonder what that stat encompasses because I feel like those would go hand in hand. Yeah, no, it's like some weird stat. I was going to find it. Anyways, my other storylines, is this the end for the Warriors? I, they're obviously going to be at a dogfight with the Kings. I believe Draymond Green is a restricted free agent this offseason. Yeah, so he's a player, player option, yeah. Player option, meaning, yeah. So if I mean they already are paying a bunch of dudes a lot of money, I don't know. And when he just isn't that good anymore. <laughs> he's like, not that good at basketball. Yeah, but at the same he's time, want a fat deal. At the same time, he is kind of the still the heart and soul. I mean, when you think of the Warriors, like Draymond's definitely still in that mix, talking crap. Like even if he's not, you know, scoring at all <laughs> he's still he's still part of the mix so i don't know if they if they don't win this year it's it's interesting because they got a bunch of young dudes but they also got these older guys so it'll just be interesting to see how everything works with their contract situations because they they got to pay a lot of dudes a lot of money and i don't know if what draymond wants they're willing to pay him so Another uh, bonus on you said is Jokic good at basketball. You could say can Doc Rivers actually coach basketball? <laughs> like, that's, that's a good point. Like in the playoffs, like that's another thing. I, or, you know, Embiid's never been to a conference finals. Like, that's, that's absurd. <laughs> can James? Can James Harden? You know, show up in the playoffs? Like the Sixers are interesting. They got a lot of stuff brewing. Yeah, that was actually my next one. Can James Harden finally break through and make a conference run, finals run? Actually, he's he's already made a conference finals run, but. If they, yeah, he made one against the Warriors that year. Yeah, they almost beat them. But um, And then my last one, my last one was, are we going to see a classic Lakers-Celtics finals? That'd be awesome. That's not out of the realm of, possi- realm of possibility no. right now. It's live, for sure. I mean, the Celtics are going to beat the Hawks in four or five. They'll play the Sixers. That'll be, that'll be a tough matchup. And then... Most likely play the Bucks. Um, obviously, the road is tough, but I think the Celtics have the most complete team, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about that. I feel like they got, they have kind of everything you need. They have depth. They have shooting. They have bigs, guards, wings, length, defense. Like they just, I feel like they're the most complete, in my opinion. That'd be a fantastic NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, historic too. Um. Players with most to prove in this playoffs. We'll do that, and then we'll, and then we'll do playoff picks, and then and then we'll call it. So I found this Jokic stat. It's uh, it's called the D Raptor. That's the that's the stat. It says just five players ever have boasted Jokic's current D Raptor rating of five point eight five, and those five players are Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Ben Wallace, David Robinson, and Akeem Olajuwon. <laughs> 
It's just oh. like maybe your stats broke. Like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out, out that. What's the equation? Like, how do you calculate the Raptor? Absolutely no clue. Um, That's absurd. but overall, with the most to prove, um, I say it's Jokic. I mean, two-time MVP could have been it this year, might be it this year. Um, but has just been, you know, a is horrifying to watch sometimes. Other times he's like awesome. His stats are ridiculous. He's a great passer, but I think just seeing if he can actually translate to winning basketball and, um, and, uh, you know, if he wins, if he were to win the, the titles, he's probably the best player in the league. Like if, if they actually like win it all, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so he's I definitely in that conversation if he wins it. Yeah, it has to be. Um, whereas right now, I think low, like even if the if he's the MVP, I don't think anyone thinks he's better than you know some of those guys. So yeah. I would say most uh, most proves Jokic. Yeah, I got Jokic. I also put Harden in there just based on his recent place uh, playoff failures. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him, even more so than Embiid, to kind of break through and just be be solid because he's he's had a lot of series where he's fallen off and not been efficient, turn the ball over so. I got those two guys. I also put AD. I just think he, I don't know, ever since the bubble, just been, I think the main thing with AD, honestly, like, no matter, like, how far the Lakers go, as long as he just stays healthy throughout the entire playoffs, then I think, like, his rep will be okay. I mean, I was worried literally at halftime of today's game that he was out for the playoffs. I was like, I can't can't move my arm. I was like, he just dislocated his shoulder. Like, I literally thought that, but then he came back out, and now John might be out for the rest of the playoffs. So, crazy. Um, so yeah, I got I got those guys. Um, all right, sir. Let's uh, let's move on to playoff picks. Let's see. Let's just let's just run. Th- let's go first round. I'll do my first round, and so on and so forth. You want in in games or just pick a winner? Let's go winner. You want to go first? Ah, uh, you go. Go ahead. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, Bucks over Heat, Cavs over Knicks, Sixers over Nets, Celtics over Hawks. I have the exact same thing. Um, in the West, I've got the Nuggets over the Wolves, the Suns over the Clippers, the Kings over the Warriors, and I have the Grizzlies over the Lakers. Uh, obviously, I predicted these before Ja got injured, and also before I saw the Lakers, you know, like stomp them at home. So, yes. uh, could be wrong on that one. Um, but uh, I'd much rather have the Lakers win. But that's uh, that's what I've got. If you so, I have the I have the same as you all the way through, except for I have Warriors over Kings and Lakers over Grizzlies. If you if you had to bet today based on what happened, would you bet on the Lakers? I think so. Yeah, I, I, that game, that series could go seven. Like, I mean, that that's a great, that's a great series. Um, I wouldn't be surprised with their outcome, and I think I would have been kind of surprised uh, going into it if the Lakers had won. But now seeing them dominate, especially with Jaw, uh, totally see the Lakers winning in six. Even yeah, what do you what do you have Kings over Warriors in? Like, how many games? I had six. Six. I don't have the Warriors winning a road game. Basically, based on what they did this season, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's go two two. I think the king. I think the Kings might steal one in Golden State. 
Yeah, I, maybe. I guess I don't want to like. I don't want to like downplay. Like the Warriors are legit. You know what I mean? But I just their their road with the Kings home court advantage combined with how booty cheeks they've been on the road this season. Just hard to pick them. You know, they have to steal one. You know, in order to to win. So it's also tough when you're arguably second best player missed three months and his first game back was like the first game of the playoffs in Sacramento with an insane crowd. Like he's, it's going to, it's going to be tough for him to like get his rhythm. Like and the series might be over by the time he has his rhythm. Like and we don't even know why he was gone. <laughs> we have dude, no idea. They say it was because of his dad and his health struggles, but no, why didn't he just say that? Like, why didn't he just say that? That's we'd have been like, cool, take your time, man. Like, is are his kids not his kids? Wow. <laughs> Apparently not, according to his girl. But <laughs> dude, that's that was a wild rumor. Like the dude, I don't, I don't know. We'll probably never know. It could be legit. Pretty sure he's a Jehovah's Witness. Fun fact about Andrew Wiggins. Really. Yeah, so maybe he was just doing some church stuff. Yeah, I don't think we're all to know, but seems like a good dude. Like he's always positive. And yeah, I like I like Wiggins. Yeah. Um. All right. Second round. I'll go first. Okay. Bucks over Cavs. Celtics over Sixers. Suns over Nuggets, and I have the Warriors over the Lakers. That would be so hard to watch if, if that happens. Like, that would be rough. Man. I know. Picking that. LeBron. I, that was definitely a uh, head over heart pick because yeah, that's tough. I would freaking hate for LeBron to lose to Steph in another play. But, bro, yeah. if honestly, as a basketball fan, watching LeBron versus Steph in another playoff series, be awesome. it would be, be awesome. unreal. Like, the NBA is definitely going to try and get that. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see how they officiate the rest of this Kings-Warriors series. Facts. <laughs> um, uh, I had Bucks, Bucks over Cavs, um, Sixers over Celtics. So we'll that's we'll part ways on that one. And uh, Suns over Nuggets. And then I had I had the Grizzlies over the Kings. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had two different teams in that in that series, but yeah, I mean it's it's tough. I mean the Grizzlies, like especially if Jaron Jackson gets in foul trouble. Like they're just not very big without Adams and Clark. Um, Is Adams out for the whole playoffs? Even if they make a deep run, yeah, they're both out for the whole whole playoffs. That's tough. Yeah. So be they've tough. been winning without those guys, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but, he's been out since January twenty second. Yeah, it was funny because they were they were killing, and then I think it was actually Grizzlies at Lakers. <laughs> when their season kind of went downhill. I don't know if you remember when Shannon, Shannon, Sharp. Shannon Sharp got into it with like T Morant. Like yeah, that, that, that is when the Grizzlies season went downhill and now they're playing in a playoff series. I would love it if Shannon Sharp was courtside. He's got to be there. He's got to be. He's got to be literally great. sitting like, oh, basically. On the Lakers bench or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like in a jersey and then he should go into the game. Like, like on LeBron's lap. Like, just sucking his dick the whole game. Because that's what he does, essentially. Like, <laughs> he loves LeBron, which I don't blame him. I do, too. I can't. I, yes, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I like the Sixers pick. I honestly hope that they make the finals because be I, cool. I love Embiid. I think he deserves it. I feel like they have the worst luck when it comes to playoff time every year. Like Harden, Embiid had like a, a head, like a skull injury last year or something. Like they just always have some weird things existed. happen. So that, that would be sick. Yeah, Ben Simmons existed. That was that was <laughs> tough. Simmons just yep. was on the team. He was on the he was on the roster, and that's yeah. that was tough. Yep. Um, and then conference finals, I got Bucks over Celtics and Suns over Warriors. What do you got? Bucks over Bucks over Sixers, Suns over Grizz. So we both have, I think, Bucks Suns yeah. little rematch. Bucks Suns. I think you texted me that you were undecided on the finals. Have you made a decision? Dude, it's hard because the Phoenix is is shallow. Like they yeah. they're not deep. You know what I mean? Like they're. I think they had like three bench points like halfway through the fourth quarter today or something like that. Like, I. But like at the same time, bro, if like Booker and KD are both on. CP3 is doing his thing. Aiden's doing his thing. Like, it's just hard for me to pick against them. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously it's hard today because they both lost. You know, both those teams lost, right? Milwaukee lost to Miami. I'd probably go with Milwaukee. <clears throat> I think yeah. they're just a better team. They're deeper. They've been together longer. You know, uh, I, I'd go with Milwaukee. Yeah. That'd be my pick. I agree. I just think back to last year when. Milwaukee was playing against Boston, and they took him to seven. Arguably, could have beat him, and yeah. without Middleton. And now, yeah. Middleton, I I know he's a little banged up, but he he seems like he's all right. Hopefully, Giannis's injury is minor, and he comes back. I would hate to see him out for an extended period of time. Um, so many injuries today, bro. Harrow uh, Harrow's out for the with broken hand. Yeah. Uh, Giannis, like... AD. Well, AD's every game, but... Doesn't count, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's freaking made of glass. Skill. Um, yeah, I got Bucks. I think, like, that's just a safe bet, and if they're healthy, I could definitely see it. I got Bucks over Suns and six. Giannis winning MVP. I love Giannis. I do. Any, any, anything else? I mean, crazy day today. Crazy, crazy weekend of hoops. No, nah, man, I, uh, yeah, dude, we just got to keep doing this. We got, you know, we could do a couple, couple more before the playoff runs over. It's fun, and it's uh, best time of the year if you're a basketball fan. 100%. April, May, and June, for real, so. We should, we should hop on after the first round, preview the second round, and do the same thing until the finals. I think that would be a good play. Yeah, dude, I uh, appreciate you having me. Always good to see my boy. Uh, always good to talk hoops, and, uh. Appreciate you having me. Happy to hop on again. Yes, sir. And that does it for the J&J podcast. We'll check in again soon. Peace.